taken us from your presence to dine in your word. Lord, we have not gathered to seek you in vain. May it please you, Heavenly Father, to do that which you have planned for our lives this morning. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Are you happy to be in God's presence? If you are happy, do something for our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. It's a privilege to have access to the divine presence. David said in the scripture, I was glad when they say unto me, let us go to the house of God. My prayer for you is that the Lord whom you have come to seek, we surely encounter you in the name of Jesus Christ. This month is a month our Father in God, under the leading of the Holy Spirit, has declared a month of praise. And by God's grace, God has been taking us through various series as you look on the issues of praise. The matters, the issues that will take place or that are starting to take place for the Lord to put praises or for us to declare the praises of God either by our mouth, our songs of praises, of worship, or through our life styles. Our Father in God this week began to speak the word of God to us that it is the will of God for us not to perish, not to waste, not to aspire in the, in the pit, not to aspire where the devil has kept us, not to aspire in that unpleasant realities of life. And my prayer is that none of us will aspire in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever God has for you, you know, Every one of us here, God has plans for our lives. God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, He said, Before you were conceived in your mother's womb, I know you. I have consecrated you. I have prepared you. I have planned. In my plans, what I have there is that you will be a great man. God said to him, I have consecrated you a prophet. To nations, not to a nation, but to nations. That is to say, the plan of God for him is not a local champion plan. The plan of God for him is not an ordinary plan. Many of us hear the plan of God for you. I didn't hear amen to that. You respond as somebody who is alive. Amen. That is a plan. Many of many people will encounter testimony like this. I'm a raw. Now thought we come. You know, Chineke were a plan. You may be passing through circumstances that are not pleasant. You may be in a pit at the moment. You may be in an ugly situation now. That thing is not capable to limit you. Where God is taking you, no man can stop you. Where God has said you will be, nobody can stop you. The devil will not even stop you in the name of Jesus Christ. It happened in the life of, of this man called Joseph. You know, he passed through unpleasant realities. Beginning from among his brethren, his brothers. 
They conspired. They said, this man, this dreamer, let us kill him. And see how that vision, and see how dream will come to pass. They don't know that those plans they were making are those are stepping steps to Joseph's elevation. The Bible says all things work together for the good of them that love God. What is working out in your life today? It may be something that is not pleasant. But if you can keep your faith alive, if you can look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, who has called you out of darkness and brought you into his marvelous light, if you can look and trust him, who is capable to deliver those who put their trust in him, you will see God's salvation coming to you. You will see God's deliverance coming to you. You will see God coming to save you. He is our Savior. He saves us from sin. He saves us from, from danger. He saves us from, from enemies. He saves us from all manner of things. You cannot put your trust in the Lord and the Lord allow you to go down. Am I talking to somebody? If you cannot, he said, call me in the days of your trouble and I will come to deliver you. David is a man. I admire his life so much. This is a man that has God in his heart. This is a man that, doesn't, that did not talk with God. All through his life, you will see David in relationship with God. Even though there are areas he made mistakes, but this is a man that has recognized there is somebody who is capable to do all things. There is somebody on which if I stand, I will not sink. There is somebody on which if I give my hope, he will never allow me to go down. He passed through circumstances. Psalms we are reading, even Psalm 40. There are circumstances David encountered. Before David said, I waited and waited and waited. There is something he was waiting for. He was waiting for the Lord whom he trusts. He was waiting for that man who says, I will never allow you to die miserably. He was waiting for that man who says, something and his word will never fail. I waited and waited for my deliverance. Deliverance from Absalom. Deliverance from Saul. Deliverance from, from uh, 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 all kinds of evil and bad friends. You know, there was a time a conspiracy was made and David was dethroned. His son, Absalom, took over and began to rule and began to know. He took charge of the affairs of the kingdom. David began to run for his life. But there is a person whom he trusted. When he heard that, that uh, uh, one of his advisors, Ahitophel, has joined the, the clique of Absalom, his son. David wept because he knew that this man is operating, or the, the man, Ahitophel, of, was operating under the spirit of the Lord. The Bible says that his counsel is like the counsel of God. That is what he said. If he says something, that if you confirm it, it may be what God is saying. He has that as a gift from God. But David Know that that Absalom, that Ahithophel has dread. He has joined the counsel of the wicked. And he prayed a prayer. Oh God, frustrate the counsel of Ahithophel. I don't know somebody planning to put you into peace. 
I don't know people planning for you to go down. God will frustrate their counsels. God will dismantle their counsels. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the Lord frustrated that counsel. The Lord thwarted the counsel. Haithophel gave advice to Absalom. But that, that advice was, was changed. Absalom followed that of Hishai into that to, to that of uh, uh, Ahitophel. And when Bible says Ahitophel heard that his counsel, which he gave to Absalom, we are not followed. Bible said he saddled his donkey, went to his house, arranged his house, and did what? And hung himself. Did David pray, die by fire? Did David pray that? He had a relationship with God. He had a relationship with God. With the rock of ages. And the Lord fought his battles. God will fight your battles in the name of Jesus Christ. I will be speaking this morning on the topic I titled. The rock of my salvation. The rock of my salvation. Psalm chapter 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined to me and heard my cry. Verse 2. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit. Out of the married clay and set my feet upon a rock. And established my path, my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praises to our God. Many, many will see it and fear and we trust in the Lord. First Peter chapter two. First Peter chapter two verse six. First Peter chapter two verse six. Therefore it is also contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. Elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. He who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Permit me to also read another place, Psalm chapter 62. Psalm chapter 62, verse 1 to 12. Truly my soul silently waits for God. From him comes my salvation. He is only, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you attack a man? You shall be slain, all of you, like a leaning wall and a toddling fence. They only consort to cast him down from his high position. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth. But they curse inwardly. My soul waits silently for God alone. For my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock 
of my strength and my refuge is in God. Verse 8. Trust in Him at all times. You people, pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Surely, men of low degree are a vapor. Men of high degree are a lie. If they are weighed on the scales, they are altogether lighter than vapor. Do not trust in oppression, nor vainly hope in robbery. If, in, if riches increase, do not set your heart on them. God has spoken once, twice I have heard this, that power belongs to God. Also to you, O Lord, belongs mercy. For you render to each one according to his work. This morning there are three things we are going to look at as we begin to consider on the topic, the rock of my salvation. Number one is, is a question, or three questions we are going to ponder on. Number one is, do you know this rock? This rock of salvation, do you know him? Number two, number two, do you trust in him? Number three, have you committed your ways to him? These are the three questions we are going to look at. Do you know this rock? Do you trust in him? Have you committed your ways to him? David said in Psalm, where we read, Psalm chapter 40, he said something there in verse 2. He said, He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the merry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my path. That's the psalm of Psalm 40 is a psalm David wrote out of what he went through. But it, at the same time, it's also a prophecy. It's also a prophecy which was fulfilled in Christ. But this morning we are going to look at it from the perspective of what David passed through in life. What he encountered as a person what he passed through a life that prepared him to write the psalm. He began from one, from verse 1 how he waited for the Lord how he waited for deliverance whom is he waiting for? He's, he was waiting for a man who has the ability to save he was waiting for the rock of salvation and that rock of salvation which the Lord wills that all of us, we wait, we trust, we depend on, in times of trouble, in all time, at all times, is Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ. Do you know him? That's the question all of us must answer. Because for Jesus to be our rock of salvation, we begin from the point of knowing him. We begin from the point of knowing that he is able to save he is able to hold us faith on a the, on the solid ground. He is able to preserve us. He is able not to allow us to be put to shame. Bible says, where we read, Behold, I lay in Zion a foundation stone, a chief cornerstone. Those who put their trust in Him will not be put to shame. This is the God whom David trusted. 
And he trusted him so much because you know he knew that those who trust him will not be put to shame. David knew that those who trust, who depend on this God, will never encounter shame and disgrace in their lives. But for those, those who did not know him, Bible says that that rock is a rock of offense. In Romans chapter 8, it says it's a rock of offense. That is to say, a stumbling rock, rock, that if you don't trust in him, if you don't depend on him, you are starting to stumble in life. Any man, anyone who is not in Christ, is what? Is in crisis. If you fail to depend on the rock of our salvation, especially in this time, a lot of evil are happening, a lot of things are happening. If you don't depend on him, you may encounter shame and disgrace in life. Brethren, it is the will of God for us to identify with this rock. For us to know that there is a person who has the ultimate power, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all we can ask or imagine of him. Who is able to save? By the time you know this God, by the time you discover his capability and capacity over your situation, that is when he begins to act. God can never act in a man or in a life that has not believed in him, that has not trusted in him. God cannot manifest his power in a life that has not come to acknowledge him as the God who is able to do great things. No wonder Jesus couldn't do a lot of miracles in his hometown. Bible said that this, his people did not believe in him. How may I as a carpenter? For the for the all of what I put on the ocean or kuzerani, all the alone my wardrobe, all the alone on car. They saw him as a carpenter, and they were limited. They were denied access to miracles. They were denied access to testimonies. They were denied access to supernatural manifestations of God. Child of God, if we have access to the treasures. To the plans and purposes of God in our life, for our lives, for His blessings of our lives, we must recognize this rock of salvation. We must acknowledge Him. Jesus was healing the blind, doing all manner of things here and there. In fact, there was a time, crowd gathered that access to Him. People have to open the roof and brought a man who was paralyzed. To tell you how people were looking for him. How they were expecting great and mighty things from him. But for the people of his time, they didn't believe in him. They didn't recognize him. They didn't identify with him as the rock of salvation. As the Messiah. As the Almighty. And because of that, they were denied access. Child of God, we are in a world of battle. The battle of life begins from the womb and we end in the tomb. From the time you entered into this world, that is when the battle of life begins. The battle to live, the battle to survive, the battle to resist evil men and women, the battle to prosper in your marketplace, the battle to prosper in your ministry, the battle to work to make it in life. If you must if you must win this battle of life, it's a battle of the survivor of the fittest.
those who are fit. But in the mind of God, it is not the, it is not the people who are fit by strength, by their works of hands, by their capacity, but people who have known the Lord, who have identified with Him. Bible says that those who put their trust in Him, those who know their God, they shall be strong. So, for you to be strong and then and the, and the win the battle of life, it begins from identification with this man David is talking about. David says, I waited, I waited. Who was he waiting for? He was waiting for the rock of salvation. Who was he waiting for? He was waiting for Almighty God. Who was he waiting for? He was waiting for whom God who is able to provide even the time of austerity. God who is able to prosper his people even in the time of famine. It was this God that Jacob, Isaac trusted when there was famine, famine in the land. Bible says, people we are, we are running helter skelter, looking for we are, how to survive. People, we are looking at the crowd. It was in that year that the Lord said to Isaac, Isaac saw in this land, no matter the fact that prosperity is not taking place, so in this land, Isaac believed in him. Isaac, because he trusted in him, he pressed on, he went on and sowed in that land. What happened? When he sowed in that land, Bible said he reaped hundred folks. And the man became rich and continued to be rich. The man, the man became great and wealthy that the people of the land began to jealous him. Isaac encountered the miracle. In the time of austerity. In the time of famine. Child of God, there is a rock of salvation. We is able to save us from famine, from scarcity, from all manner of troubles. If we will come into our affairs, we must trust Him. We must depend on Him. We must totally hand over everything about us onto this rock of salvation. Begin today, if you have not learned it, to hand over everything about yourself to this God. He cares for you. No matter the raging waters, no matter what you are passing through now, no matter the troubles you are going on, do not hang out your faith from the Lord. Look unto Him, the author and finisher of our faith. Look unto Him who says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. What is that word of God to you? God says, you shall not die a barren woman. What is that word of God over your life? He says, you shall prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. What is that word of God over your life? He says, if you trust in me, you will not be put into shame. What is that word of God? There are many of them, many promises. If we must assess them, we must identify with the rock of our salvation. We must depend on Him. He must totally hand over ourselves unto Him. I will show you a man before, before we pray. Who didn't recognize this God? Who didn't depend on Him as the rock of salvation? He thought He can make it by Himself. He thought that He can survive by His strength. And He wasted it. If a man will not waste in the pit, if a man will not expire in the pit, you must look unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. You must look unto him. No matter how severe that pain is. 
no matter how 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 painful how how ugly that situation is you must continue to depend on him you must resolve that this god is able to deliver us but even if he said that he will not deliver us this time we will not bow down to the pleasure we will not bow down to the pressure coming here and there we will not bow down to gravity image we will not leave him alone and permit me to tell you he is able to deliver permit me to tell you you cannot trust in him god is not is not wicked god is not that wicked he has promised and he will never fail in his promise he is not that wicked he is not that unstable not far to fulfill his promises over our lives in Ruth chapter 1, we saw a man there. Ruth chapter 1. We know really because of the time, of our time. But this man is a man called Elimelech. This man, permit me, he's a child of God. Permit me to tell you, to say that this man, his parents, we are children of God. We are people of God. And no wonder, after giving birth to this man, they said, God is our king. They named him Elimelech. That is what that is the meaning of the name. God is our king. We have a God who rules over the affairs of man. And they named him Elimelech. I mean to also say that even the wife, their parents, the parents were Christians. That after giving birth to this woman, they said, This is a gift from God. It is pleasant in our eyes. They name him Nomi. Pleasant. Something that is good. And God placed them in a place of bread. God placed them at better. Better means house of bread. House of sufficiency. Provision. House of bread. But they encounter the challenges of life. You know, this world I said is a battlefield. It's not a place, it's just life. Sometimes things will come and, uh, to shake you. Sometimes sickness will come to shake you. Sometimes poverty will come to shake you. Sometimes barrenness will come to shake you. What God is looking, is waiting for is your reaction over that matter. If you will react in faith to him, he will come to deliver you. But this man, Elimelech, reacted negatively. They reacted. God was expecting them to react positively in time of famine. Bible said there was famine in the land. Instead of them depending on God for provision, depending on the rock of ages, the rock of our salvation, the man depended on the arms of flesh. And what did the Bible say concerning those who depend on the arms of flesh? The Bible says they will not prevail. By arms of flesh shall no man prevail. The man, maybe, even when the parents named him, God is my king. It may be in the time of famine as well. But this man, because of the situation surrounding him, he changed his confession. I pray, may what you are passing through never cause you to change your confession. May it never cause you to change your faith. May it never cause you to begin to praise God. Learn to give God praise in all situations. Out of the situation of Bongwa Maron, 
And what does that mean? It means sickness, invalid. That the land is sick. What is good about naming him a pleasant name? He told him sickness. The land is invalid. With me spinning, there is stagnation in the land. Child of God, you must learn to trust God even when there is stagnation. You must learn to depend on the rock of ages even when things are not going right. Never you change your confession. Never you change your confession about God. Depend on Him. Confess positively. Confess I shall prosper. Confess I shall make it. I am a mother of many children. I am not a barren woman. Confess I am a prosperous person. And your confession will come to reality. For this man it was it was the opposite. Not trusting God, not depending on Him. Babu said the man left the house of bread. He left Bethlehem and went to Moab, a place he thought he would survive, a place he thought he would make it. And what happened there? He lived there 10 years without achieving results. Many of us, if I got the Gabo, because I have forever chinekeno, but never any question. For the happy talk, and that is why their matter worsened. That is why their situation became complicated. Even when your matter is going worse, learn, learn to depend on the rock of ages. The man went to, to this place, Moab, and lived for 10 years. In fact, the Bible said that his two children died. The man, the wife was left bare. The wife was left without anything. He lived there how many years? Ten years. The first year, God said, "Give him warning. Come out from that. Come out from that place." The second year, God will be saying to him, "Come out from that place." Opportunity. Many of us are not able to make a choice. He will put a kagi. He will not talk about the madobi. He will talk about uncle God because Paul go walk. He will talk about government Obi for your for your living and the rest of them. He will talk about Obi never did change. Chine kena choki will put this year kebawa. He depended on him who is able to save, who is able to deliver. And when you depend on him, you will not be put to shame. Three years, five years, the man depended on the arms of flesh. For ten years, he lived there. He achieved nothing. Let me tell you before we pray. There is no hope outside God. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. Every other rock is what? Is sinking sand. You can remember the ground. On which rock are you standing? Oh God, I help in ages. I hope for years to come. I shed a front, the stormy blast, and the eternal hope. Oh God, I help. He made the stars 